Hello and welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays and special guest, a really special guest, my friend. I call her Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, her name is Isa Jones, but you know what we're going to call her today? Miss West Point. <laughs> welcome, Isa. Hello. Praise God. Well, as you know, and as our listeners know, the Agape Leaders Podcast is a place where people can come and grow in their spirituality, their relationship with Jesus Christ. And so one of the ways that we do that is we ask our guests to share their faith journey. And, and you can share however you want, but would you please share a little bit of your faith story with our listeners? Sure. Um, so... I was raised Christian um, in my house, just, we were always Christian, always going to church and everything, um, but I didn't really feel like it was a personal journey with Christ until the beginning of high school when I joined Young Life um, mm -hmm. and met my mentor and really close friend Tori, you know, yeah. um, but I struggled with anxiety a lot in middle school and and the beginning of um, high school as well. So Young Life just really helped me kind of see that God is there to like help me and to show me that he's got a plan for my life. So um, I would say I definitely got a lot closer to him through Young Life um, in these past four years. And so I'm just, I still struggle a little bit with anxiety, but it's definitely a lot better now. And now that I trust God a lot more and I, I realize that I don't have to carry all this stuff on my own and that there's people that love me, my parents, Tori, my friends that I met through Young Life. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where I'm at now. Praise God. So first question <clears throat> to the listener, what's Young Life? Um, Young Life is like a Christian organization where uh, high schoolers get together and we just, we, we hang out, we play games, we talk about Jesus, and it's just to introduce people to Jesus. It's it's not a very deep um, thing, like a devotional. It can be if you go outside of family life with your friends and you do something with it, but it's more of like an introduction. Mm -hmm. So we meet every Monday night, and we go to camp, and it's really, really fun. Okay. So truth time, <clears throat> I have been working in and volunteering with Young Life since 1997 time frame. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never bring that up because, you know, I, I don't really volunteer as much with Young Life as I used to when I first got here, just from time and good parking spots. <laughs> but uh, I learned early on kind of what Young Life was about. Mm -hmm. And and this is for those of you who may be listening. When I first started working with Young Life, it was a battle for me wow. because I kept looking. I'm thinking youth ministry. I'm thinking the church. Right. And what I had to learn was Young Life is what we would call a para church. Para meaning alongside. Paraclete from the Bible, the Holy Spirit come alongside. So when I realized Young Life is a parachurch, they're supporting the church. The church is the goal to get to know Christ and right. to begin to share your 
right. your spiritual giftings. And so once I got that, mm. you know, now, I'm Mr. Young Life, how can I help you? Yeah. Uh, but, but for those people, for those of you who may be listening or watching this, well, not watching mm -hmm. this, but for those of you who may be listening, please understand, if you get an opportunity to support Young Life, do so. Issa mm -hmm. said she had anxiety, she still has anxiety, but she deals with it much better. You mind if I quote some scripture before I yes. turn this back to you? Yes. Doesn't the Bible say in Philippians 4, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, you know, take your concerns before the Lord with prayer, right? And then the peace of God, will, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So it makes sense that your anxiety was overcome by a better relationship right. with Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's just scriptural. Yeah. So, so that's awesome. So uh, something that I know about Issa, you guys, uh, first of all, let me just interrupt this podcast. Uh, this young lady is a superstar. And she knows, she knows, I, I, I say this all the time, but I'm saying it publicly now. It's, it's going to go out to shoot tens and tens of people. <laughs> tens and tens. Isa has a caring heart. You have a caring heart. And it comes across. I feel like when people are around you, they feel better about themselves. And it's almost like you've taken your anxiety and it's now your superpower because you make other people calm. Maybe because you understand what it's like to be a little bit anxious. Uh, and so I say that as a lead-in to this. You've done several kind of, I don't know, what would you call them, weekends and weeks with Young Life camps, yes. different camps. Did you ever do the one, what they call it, Pioneer? Pioneer Plunge. Plunge. That's actually the one I'm going to this summer. Okay. So, so I, I, we may need to get you back on <laughs> uh, after that. because right. Well, tell us a little bit about Pioneer Plunge. So Pioneer Plunge is a very unique camp. It's, um, it's definitely a lot more personal and deep than the other camps. Um, it's a smaller group and we just go hiking. It's that's like the whole thing is you're hiking to where to the top of this mountain. Um, and so you're you're bringing all your stuff in a backpack and you're you're not well you're you're kind of showering but you're not really taking the mm. traditional shower. But you know all those little like things and you're just there's one day where you're doing 24 hours of solitude and you're just by yourself and you're just, you know, in your own thoughts. So it's just, it's a very, I don't know much about it because obviously I haven't done it yet, right. but um, I'm very excited. It's supposed to be like a really, it's supposed to really change. It's, it's changed a lot of people's lives, right. so I've heard, and so I'm just really excited for it. Yeah, that's good. And no phone. No, oh yes, no phone. Yeah, all the camps are no phone. Oh, oh, all the all camp, the whether you do Pioneer Plunge or not, yep. you ain't rolling around with a phone. Yep, even the weekend camps that are just like a, like a day and a half, you don't have your phone. So do you not bring them or do you turn them in? How does that work? Usually we turn them in, we bring them, so like on the bus ride there, we're on them, and then they take them about halfway through. Okay. But I don't know if Pioneer Plunge, I think it's the same thing. Okay. I mean, it makes sense if there's some type of an emergency, right. it's mm -hmm. easier if the phone is available exactly. to start calling friends and family yeah. for that. Yeah, that is fascinating. Mm -hmm. But your entire life is not young life. 
It's a, it's a big part of who you are, and this is what God has used. Uh, your church that, remind me again? Somos. Somos. Oh, yeah, my friend, the, uh, the Lindsay's, Coy and Brooklyn Lindsay, uh, pastoring that church over there. So, but, so you, you participate in the church there. You are on the weightlifting team. You were a pole vaulter at George Jenkins. Yes. Very active, but... For me, the big thing is you got an appointment to West Point. Would you share with us kind of maybe that process? You know, I'm, I, I can only imagine the prayers that went into it. Uh, how did you make the decision that, yes, I'm going to commit to West Point? Because you're still getting accepted to other schools. <laughs> and, and is it possible that... You're, you're, well, I don't, we ain't going to say that. We don't, West Point might be listening. We're not saying that. No, she's not changing her mind, West Point. She coming. Yeah. But tell us about that, that process and how God settled you in that. Right. Um, so it definitely came to me as a pretty big shock, like myself, that I even wanted to go. My whole mm. life I was like, UF, UF, University of Florida. I, I so wanted to go to UF. Um, so... I guess the more I got introduced to West Point, and I'm not saying it was because of my brother and my dad who also went to West Point, but I just was, um, I was just in the experience or the, oh, there's like a word for it, but anyways, he has, my dad has classmates from West Point that he's still friends with, mm -hmm. and that just has always been like so cool to me is that you have friends that you're so closely bonded with from a university and usually people do have friends but it's not that close of a bond mm -hmm. and so that really drew me in and visiting when my brother was there really just seeing how things work there I always liked structural things like that organized things like that um, I'm very much like my dad in that way but basically the switch kind of came from when I spent a week trip there, a um, mm. week camp trip there, and a weekend trip there when I went to shadow an actual plebe okay. or freshman um, at West Point. So I just, just witnessing, um, that's the word witnessing, <laughs> um, just witnessing how they live there and the, just again, the bonds that they make in, in a short amount of time, six, six weeks, um, before the academic years, beast or uh, cadet basic training, and they get so close, and so I just really wanted to experience that mm. because of those relationships, and I feel like relationships are a big part of why we're here on this earth, and we're here to make relationships and share God mm -hmm. and Jesus with other people, and so I feel like God was really calling me to that to just make more relationships, and I feel like West Point is the best thing for that. So. Ah, that's so good. You said a thing right there, and I'm a, uh, the people who have heard the podcast mm -hmm. quite a bit have heard me say what I'm about to say. I want to sit with something you just said, and that is, you know, we're here to make relationships and to share God and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I wanted to sit in that for a second is because I think, especially in America, we get so busy going from thing to thing to thing. And it would be easy for someone to look at your life and say, oh my gosh, she's so busy. She's got thing to thing to thing. You know, she goes to school and she leaves school. She goes and studies and after she's studying, she goes to another school 
and then she goes to work, and then she goes to work out, and she's on the weightlifting team. But to hear you say, we need to have relationships. Relationships are important. And we need to be sharing Jesus, God and Jesus, with people. That's why we're here. I think that we don't want to just blow past that, because that is wisdom. You know, there's such a need for for that. You talked a little bit about your relationship with Tori. Mm. How, uh, I guess I want to sit with relationships, and it sounds like relationships are important to you. Mm. I would love for you to share to our listeners, maybe if you want to share a little bit about your relationship with Tori or something, your growth in this area. You didn't just wake up one day and go, oh, relationships are important. Mm -hmm. How did you grow to this place? Or even, do you even know? Um, I have an idea, um, but my dad and my parents have just always um, been that role model for me Mm -hmm. in that relationship. Um, Not not meaning like their romantic relationship, but I mean like when they tell me relationships are so important. My Mm -hmm. dad always said that. And so I learned it from him, but you know how sometimes you listen to your parents talking and like, okay, they're just they're just saying that they're my parents, whatever. But when I met Tori and just seeing the way that she is so loving towards someone she just met or you know, to me, she she cared about me and what I was going through from the day that she met me and just she's so outgoing and everything, so it just from her I really learned that the that relationships are super important because she made me feel so seen and mm-hmm. I want to make other people feel seen like that. And so and so when she started telling me more about Jesus and God and, and how he makes people feel seen and mm-hmm. he makes relationships with others, it just, that really opened my eyes to it. And you know, what my dad started to say was making more sense. And, <laughs> you know, I started to actually listen to him a little bit more. But, but um, yeah, she, I remember vividly, I, I talked about this during that um, banquet for Young Life, mm-hmm. but um, one camp that I went to my sophomore year, we were, me and her were just sitting and talking, having a little one-on-one time, and she said this verse, that it's not with the relationship thing, but I just remember this moment vividly, so I wanted to share it. Um, but she said the verse, First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because mm-hmm. he cares for you. I guess it does have a little bit to do with the relationship because it says he cares for you. And that really resonated with me because um, just the fact that someone, something so big can care about Mm. each of us so individually and personally, it just, I really like that verse. It's like everywhere. It's everything to me. So, Mm. yeah. Praise God. I'm, I'm I'm sitting with that someone, something so big we care about us individually. I think that's where people get stuck. When you listen to the rhetoric of people who are not believers, they don't want to believe. They can come up with a million different reasons why there is no God. And why do you believe in that book of fairy tales? I think what you just said... <clears throat> God is so big, he's incomprehensible. If you can't comprehend a thing and you're illogical, it must not be true. 
if, if God is real, I should be able to break him down in a way so I can explain him. Right. And Isaiah 55, 8 tells us that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways, meaning we cannot fathom him. Right. And you, I feel like you crystallized that in a sentence. Right. Something so big would care about me individually. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Do you have, because I'm going to start landing this, do you have kind of a go-to Bible verse that you're, you know, maybe you just said, maybe it's 1 Peter 5, 7. Yeah. Uh, is, is that it? That, that definitely is, is the one, yeah. <laughs> do you find yourself calling it over your life often, or how often do you find yourself I, I say it to myself all the time, um, maybe not every day, but very often, it just, it's like, I, I don't, I find it hard to memorize verses, That's okay. um, so it's, it's short, and it, it gets right to the point, it's like, cast your anxiety on him, just give it to him, yeah. so that, I just, yeah, that, that verse, I like a lot, there's another one, I don't know the, maybe you do, but it's it's something about in everything rejoice in everything pray. Mm-hmm. That's not the the right words, but okay. basically yeah. what it's yeah. saying. And so I like that one as well. So yeah. no, that's good. That's good. And <clears throat> I I do know some verses. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know them all because I don't know very many people that know them all. But right. there may be some. I just don't know them. Right. But I think knowing the Bible, knowing that you've read it for yourself, mm-hmm. and I read that. I can't tell you where it is, but I read that, and it resonated with me, mm-hmm. and I and I put it in my heart. I can't give you the address, you know, Philippians mm-hmm. 4, 8, or whatever. Right. You know, I can't give you that. What I can give you is that the Bible tells me that I need to rejoice in Him always. Mm-hmm. I need to put all my cares, on all my anxiety, all my worries on Him because He cares for me. And so... Never apologize or feel like, oh, I can't quote scripture. Okay, so you can't quote scripture. There's a lot of things that people cannot do. The Bible is so big, and when I say big, I'm not talking about, I'm not necessarily just talking about the number of pages, but I'm saying big in as much as alive. Somebody, I'll, I'll read a Bible. Let's say I read First uh, Peter 3, 7, 87 times. And then you say something just now, it's my favorite, uh, 5, 7. First uh, Peter three seven is one of my verses. That's about husbands. But First Peter five seven, you talk about cares and anxiety, and God gives me a new understanding of that mm-hmm. in the moment. It's like oh, I never knew that, and so so never worry about whether or not you could quote a scripture, as long as you're accurately explaining what it is that you read. I feel like. You know, yeah, yeah, let yourself off the hook. Do you mind, you, I don't know, you might, but do you mind if our listeners connect with you on social media? Do you have a, do you have a public social media? Uh, all right, well, uh, yeah. I can find, I already, I already know that. <laughs> I just have Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and every other uh, uh, high schooler. Right, right. Uh, uh, I've spoken to some high schoolers on our podcast the, they're title holders in the Miss Florida organization, mm. and they say, oh, yeah, I have a Facebook. Come on, you know you ain't got no Facebook that you use. <laughs> so, but And they do from time to time because it's a part of who they are. 
in that world. So I will definitely put your social media in the show notes. Okay. So and I don't even know if anybody has ever clicked on the show notes once, much less right. reached out to one of our guests, but right. just in case. So I will definitely do that. Okay. Before we get out of here, will you give our listeners a word of encouragement, just something to encourage their heart as we send them back to their day? Yeah, um, I would say just remember that God has a plan for you. That's something that I've just been constantly repeating to myself. He has a plan. He has a plan. Um, I would say that the main things I think that are important, like like we said earlier, relationships. Um, find someone that is in the same boat as you or similar boat as you. Um, find a friend that is... You know, trying to learn more about Jesus, it makes things so much more easy, like so much easier, <laughs> not more easier, <laughs> um, to just learn more about him when you're doing it with someone. And also find a mentor. Um, Tori is that for me. You know, you're you're a mentor to me too. Oh, praise God. Um, but yeah, find someone that can just speak those his truth into your heart, um, because that just it just makes everything so much better. And yeah, just just. Take it one step at a time, one day at a time, and know that no matter what, your identity is in Jesus and Jesus alone. You're a child of Him, a child of God, and nothing else. School doesn't identify you, nothing else. So just remember that and take that with you everywhere you go. Praise God. Well, we'll let that be the final word. Thank you for your time. Yes, thank you so much. (laughs) 